Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Hashtag Building Exclusively with Antonio. Um, Antonio is out of town, so you will be building with me today. What? <laughs> what? He's what? Yes, Antonio is out of town, so you guys will be building with me today. I am standing here beside myself for that one. <laughs> well, good to, you, good to see you too. So Antonio is currently, today he meets with the president of the Dallas chapter of the NFL alumni. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I said. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay, let's do this. And we, we've all heard him say, summer solstice 2023, summer solstice 2023, and everything has been accelerating since then. And Antonio, not only did we have a meeting last week for a multi-million dollar partnership with someone, he also, during that same week, he he got the message about there was someone who knew the president and the president researched Antonio and immediately asked for a meeting with him. And, <laughs> right, Renee? And I can only chalk that up to Antonio having an unshackled mindset. He said, this is going to happen. He was in ebb and flow of everything going on. And I believe that's what led him to where he is today. And I'm bringing this up because I was having a conversation with someone. We were talking about inconsistency. And I was like, well, man, you know, in some aspect, we all deal with inconsistency. And I believe that if we can transcend inconsistency, we can be in full ebb and flow of change, of things that happen to us, of just being human. And we can transcend to a point where, like Oprah said, fool, that's why you go to school. So NBC can call, I think it was NBC, y'all, please forgive me, I forgot the acronym, <laughs> but fool, that is why you talk to Antonio. So the NF, the president of the NFL, uh, of the NFL alumni can schedule a call with you. That's why you do it. So today I want to talk to everyone about transcending inconsistency. To get to this point, I actually, I'm not going to lie, I was spazzing a little this morning. Because I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to talk about? What would Antonio talk about? And I sat here and I went through this whole thought process. I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk about this. No, we already talked about that. And he went into detail on that. Okay, well, I'm going to talk about this. No, we talked about that. I even did what Antonio taught us. I went to Mexit News. I took an article. I took like the first section of it. I put it in chat GPT. And I was like, give me some key points to discuss. And the data points came out and I was like, we talked about that. We talked about that. <laughs> we talked to, like, I went through this whole process this morning and I got to a point 
I text Grace and I asked Grace a question. And when she responded, I was like, okay, we've talked about that, but how can I, how can I talk about this? And then it dawned on me because my mind is still shackled in some aspect. My mindset was on how do I teach like Antonio? And I had to release that and say, no, teach like you. And in doing so, I wanted to talk to you guys today because inconsistency, let me tell y'all something, it is an integral part of our journey, providing us with the opportunities to learn, to grow, and to embrace the the dynamic nature of existence. Let me tell y'all something, it took me a long time to get to this point (laughs) because every time I got hit with something, life stopped. Every time there was an inconsistency in my path, like literally life just stopped. And I was today years old. I had to think how old I was when I just said, okay, it's a part of life, Dan. It happens. What's going to happen two days from now? What's going to happen two months, two years, 20 years from now? Like, Are you still going to stay in this mindset of when something, when you get, when you get sidetracked or when you get nervous or when you get fearful, everything stops. Like what's going to happen if there's a point in time where Antonio is not there for you to ask questions? What are you going to do? Is life going to stop or are you going to move past it and keep going? Are you going to be consistent? So through self-awareness, forgiveness, (laughs) trust in yourself and being present. Antonio used to tell me all the time, be present where you are, be present where you are. That's when y'all always hear him say, uh, stop, stop, um, stop multitasking. Yeah, because I'm not present. And he understands, hey, there's something you need to learn here. I need you to be present. But when you're present, you catch everything. When you're present, you can be an ebb and flow of things. And when you get hit, it doesn't catch you off guard because you were present the entire time. So you literally saw it coming because you were present where you were. You were present where your feet were. And through that, we can navigate through inconsistencies with grace and we can find a deeper understanding of the evolution process that we're going through on our journey. So we are human beings. And we are inconsistent, okay? It's just a part of life. Meaning that we don't always act, we don't always act the same way and we don't follow the same patterns all the time. I don't follow the same patterns I followed yesterday. I don't follow the same patterns I followed when I was six. And when I'm 60, I'm not going to follow the same patterns. My my dad pointed out to me over the weekend because it was his birthday Saturday and Grace's dad. He said, Don is eight, right? I was like, yeah, yeah, he's eight. And he was like, hmm, well, in 10 years, he'll be 18. I was like, yeah, you're right. And then I had a thought. I was like, wait a minute, 10 years, I'm going to be 50. <laughs> I was like, wait. And it dawned on me at that point, hmm, 50. I'm not going to be the same person I am today. I'm not going to have the same patterns. 
Because in 10 years, Dawn is going to be 18. He's not going to have the same patterns. So if he's not going to have the same patterns, I'm not. And then at his party, I was talking to my uncle Ron, my, my dad's best friend. And, and we were talking, I was like, they were serious when they said you don't know until you have your own because I have a different thought process about things and I'm still growing up while raising someone who is watching me grow up. So being inconsistent, you you don't always follow the same patterns. It's part of being human. Uh, it's like, Sometimes we're really motivated and happy, ready to go like, whoo. And then other times you're like, I don't do, I don't do nothing today. I'm fine. I'm going to stay right here. Sometimes we are excited and we're ready to move. And then sometimes we're like, today is just one of those days. And so it's a part of nature. So today I'm going to, I have some questions for you guys. And the first thing that I want us to talk about is having balance through duality. Because spirituality acknowledges the concept of duality. If there's light, there's dark. If there's good, there's bad. If there's a yin, there's a yang. And it's about having a balance and an understanding of the world. That little symbol, that little circle that has little holes in it for the longest, I thought it was just like two fishes swimming around with each other. (laughs) That's what I thought. I didn't understand the meaning of it. And duality is all about balance. It's all about understanding the world in a more comprehensive way. It's about being human and understanding that nothing is perfect. There's like Antonio tells us all all the time, if you point up, you automatically create a down. If you go left, you automatically create a right. It's a duality of life. And in that duality, everything is interconnected. Everything has an essential role. So Instead of us thinking about duality as two completely separate things and we see them as one big picture, like two sides of a coin, embracing duality can lead us to a deeper appreciation and acceptance of the things that's going on around us. So my first question, and we're going to get into group discussion. We're going to have a panel discussion today. Yay, me. Okay. So I'm going to ask everyone a question because I, I have become to understand that these things that happened in my life, this is the reason they happened. I wouldn't be sitting here today if certain things had not happened. I wouldn't be sitting here today if duality didn't happen, if inconsistency didn't happen. happen. So we understand that life has its ups and downs. How do you think these ups and downs have helped you and can actually help you find a balance and a harmony in your life, in your business, in your brand, talking to your customers? How do you think having having these ups and downs have, have actually helped you and can help you? The floor is open. Okay. Um, I think one way can it can help is for you to see uh, what not to do or sometimes what did not work. Um, 
I've I've learned that it's ridiculous to kind of go around the the mulberry bush, especially when I'm talking with um, like in the past where I would talk to people and they're like, well, yeah, I, I need a I need a writer, but I kind of would kind of go a, go around without being like, okay, well, have have you have you heard enough from what I've said to make a decision to be a little bit more bullseye instead of kind of going around and being like, oh, you know, trying to put the ball into their court, but not really putting the ball in, into their court because I'm fearful of have of I, you know what I'm saying I was fearful of having talks about money, about um, you know what I'm saying, how much they're wanting to spend. I wasn't having I wasn't having some of those not blunt, but yeah, I guess, you know what I'm saying, more so blunt conversation and being like, okay, well, this is, this is, this is it right here. Okay. Have you heard enough to make a decision? Okay. Let's move forward with this. Um, and being just a little bit more direct, not, um, you know, not shy about it, but just being like, yep. You know, I think I, I did that in the past. So I think that that would it would help you to learn what not to do, what never, ever, ever to do ever again. <laughs> but also some things that you may want to just take from and be like, OK, I like this, but I want to um, dive in a little bit more, um, you know, what I'm saying with certain things. So, yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Renee. Thank you very much. I, I think about that, Renee you know, the two sides of the coin. And for you, because you know how struggle is, you you know how having money issues are. So you've got the two sides of the coin, you're feeling the pull of sometimes your own situation, and putting that into their sit into them, subconsciously. Right, absolutely. Yes. And now that you know, you're more confident, more sure you've got some sales, things are moving, you know, that's fading away. Yeah. Uh, but it's still you, there. And that's, you know. Yeah. Because you, because so. the, the comparisons, um, you know, sometimes you, you have to be careful with comparing, with comparing of yourself because, and I'm, I'm, it's still something that I'm like, uh-uh, because I can't blame me. I can't, I mean, well, I could possibly because I, I could just be like, you know what, that's not cool to, to um, compare myself because I can't compare. There's not a comparison. We're two different, you know, people are different people. And sometimes other writers, I'm like, oh, man, they've been at it for so-and-so and, and they, they've, They've been, you know, they have this huge following and I'm like, well, what about, you know, sometimes you, you want to kind of, kind of go into like a shell and be like, and then I'm like, wait, 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 there's nothing about my, there's nothing about my writing that's, that's bad. My writing is just different from theirs because I'm a different person, but that works for me. Um, but yeah, that comparison can, can have you all straight up tripping, really. So uh, that presents a question when it comes to learning what you do and don't want when it, when you hit 
a level of growth, what do you think triggers your inconsistency? And personal personal story, I know for me, I can be in great flow, getting everything done, wake up happy, go to sleep happy, and then I would get triggered. And when I get triggered, like literally everything shuts down. And I have begin to pinpoint my triggers so I can work on those triggers and release them so I can be more in an ebb and flow. So, and you don't have to answer this question out loud unless you ready to, you know, jump on a sword. <laughs> um, but what, like, what do you think triggers you into a stage of inconsistency and not being able to deal with the duality of what's hitting you because basically when you're triggered duality is hitting you like if you're happy you automatically create a sad so and if you if your mind is still in a a state of trauma grand rising grand rising is penelope if your mind is still in a state of trauma and you trigger that trauma you're no longer an ebb and flow so have you figured out what triggers your inconsistency? Because that man, when I figured it out, it's still, it, I'm still working through it and it still gets triggered. But my downtime of when I shut down is, is minimal now. Like it used, I, it used to be like, I shut down for months. I'm sure I'm not doing nothing. And it just, like you said earlier, it's that cycle. It's a cycle. I, I get through it. I'm healed. I get triggered and I start to cycle all over again. And my cycles just get shorter and shorter. Go ahead, Trinace. Okay. So I know for me, when I reach a new level, my next level of something, because I'm new at a particular thing. So it's like the thing resurfaces as I'm in a new level based on my level of being uncomfortable. I'm new to this. It's usually the same thing that'll appear from something I just left. So that's how inconsistency shows up for me. At one time, I could not finish stuff. It took me a long time to finish stuff. So when I finished my degree and I finished my first book, I was like, yes, I have beat this. And then when I reached a new level of going to a new level of something else, then here was again. So what I discovered was um, it's, it's a fear of not knowing what to do next. Because the, the, the things that I have been successful at in business, it's just been me figuring it out. And um, yeah, there have been some great successes and there have been some great lessons. But usually it's because I'm at a new level. I'm uncomfortable. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. What I did in the past is more likely not going to work. Um, at this new level. So that will make me um, turn on the Asian series. Because <laughs> that, that, that's my thing. That's what, that's what will make me turn on that. Um, that's what will make me, I, I enjoy watching 
stuff with my grandchildren, but that's what will make me add an extra day to us watching instead of watching on just Saturday. What do you all want to watch tomorrow, girls? I know what it is. Um, so it's, it will always appear. You just have to have an understanding of what it is. And that's why I find there, there's value in community. There's a, a, a value in community. There's a value of being connected with like-minded people. I was just saying that to somebody yesterday. Um, as I started doing different things, you can't talk to your friends that's not doing, don't have the same idea or thought process because they, they think you're a nutball. They do. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't, you can't really talk to them. So, um, as you grow or as I grow, I've discovered um, new people that are into new things like I'm into new things or learning new things. And sometimes you got to understand the other part of that, that everybody can't go with you. People are going to either fall in or fall off. And sometimes you just, I think more so right now, I'm in the season of people falling off and it don't bother me like it used to. That's just my thought process, process of it all. No, I love it. I absolutely, yes, thank you. Yes, I absolutely love it. My, my first question to everyone is, how many of y'all feel like Trinace? Like you, you accomplish something and the moment you start something new, it's like, wait a minute, I'll be the first to raise my hand. Me too. Okay, okay. There go Renee, her hand up. Mr. Phil, Uncle, uh, Uncle Romy Rome. Uh-oh, I think Renee froze. <laughs> there she go. But I love it because she understood, okay, this is what triggers me. This is what stops me. This is what triggers me into being being inconsistent. This is what stops me. I, this is what I do when I do it. Instead of just having one day, I, you know, stretch it out to the next day. <laughs> How many of y'all have done that? Was, I, I'll put my hand. I have stretched it out too. But I love that she said she she found ebb and flow in that because she said, I've learned that having a community helps because when you're in a community, you understand your cycle. A community will not allow you to stay in your cycle if they're like minded individuals. Like I know there have been a few few of you that have told me I'll be like, man, I don't know. Y'all be like, what did you come on now? you got this. Whereas if I would have spoken to somebody else, well, if you don't know, why don't you just, you know, do something different? But my soul don't want to do nothing different. So you ain't the person I need to be talking to. <laughs> Go ahead, Trinace. My own community has just about fallen off. That sounds about right. Because I think that unfortunately, my thought process my thought process is different so they don't really have an understanding of what I be talking about um I think that um would it be I don't know that I would say that I've outgrown them but I would, would say that I think um differently than how they think about things um one person in particular because integrity is important to me it's very important to me. 
um, she did something I really, really did not like. And I was like, hmm, all right, well, whatever. I just, <laughs> just threw her away. <laughs> I'm just tell y'all how I operate when you do stuff. Um, just, just do, be, just be the person that you are. So now she's trying to reconnect. I'm gonna just say it. She got a boyfriend, and she started dealing with me differently. Uh, where we would do business things together. She was. She uh, messaged me in a group text. It. Well. How y'all doing? I'm gonna just start doing these podcasts and doing stuff with my with my with my boo. I was like, I don't care, but you could have told me that in, in private, and then you just don't call, you don't text, don't write, don't say boo, don't say kiss my ass, don't say nothing, and then when he fall off, now you texting me again, now you calling me again, now I mean for me. I've already grown past you in a lot of aspects when it comes to thought process. I've already grown past you when it comes to business because I believe in partnerships and integrity. And now you can't expect that we're going to be able to go back to a previous partnership where my ideal of what partnership is now has changed. And now I don't trust you in our old partnership. <laughs> so I think that I'm a weirdo, first of all. <laughs> Everyone here but, is. But, I, but I, I, I don't want to say that I've outgrown her. I will say that I think differently. But she was one of the people who said, well, I'll do a sponsorship um, for your event. I'll do the $100 sponsorship. And I was like, okay. That still don't change how I feel about our relationship. That's for me, a business connection. But once you show me who you are, I if you show me you bad in business and I'm your friend, we can be friends, we just can't do business. I can't give you my, my money. If you show me what type of friend you are, but you do good business, I can just do business with you and we not be friends. That's me. <laughs> That's, that's, I mean, that's just how I think about things. Um, reciprocity, right? But no, that, and that's a, that's a part of the duality of things. She had, she had. I'd like to interject, Diana. Go ahead. Um, thinking differently does not give you, uh, does not free you from the burden of keeping your community together. Because if, if we went by thinking, then we'd all be, especially Antonio, would be a community of one because who thinks like him? So just because you think differently doesn't mean that you do no longer have the burden of keeping a community together. And if, if you choose to build a community, not everyone has one. There's one that's handed to you and there's one where a Muslim guy in Pakistan is in your community because you chose to step up, you chose to show up every day, you chose to give value and that builds the community. Because you think differently, you have more of a responsibility to build a community where people who think like you come together. So that's the first point. Like what you have around you isn't your community. It's the community that you build that's your community. And this can be your community and you can build one outside of it as well. That's point one. Then there's another point, And that's the, the 
the difference. Like when someone chooses to support your business, I am really sorry. You cannot just say that, hey, that's just business. That means nothing. Uh, you and I, our friendship is irreparably damaged because I took something too personally. What? Your personal affairs, your personal affairs. But when someone chooses to support your business and you do not, uh, you do not let go of the past and accept it with an open spirit, the universe also closes on your business. I'm really sorry, but that's what I have found to be true. You cannot approach business with a cold, shut heart and then expect it to be bountiful. Maybe, Diana, your, your experience with business could have been different. But for me, it's not like that. I've, I've never been able to reach uh, to work with a client with a closed heart. And maybe that's just me. But it seems to me more like it. It seems more likely that you just cannot remove the human aspect of business. Even corporations can't afford to do it. That's why they hire people in human resources to make up for the fact that they, they just are not, the CEO is not in touch with reality and humans. The human aspect of business, the social aspect of business is very real. Antonio right here does a lot of business, but he's never, never shown up to his community as, hey, you guys are just business. And there are people who have left the community Bad mouth Antonio, come back and have not spent five dollars with him. He still approaches them as if they're they are tier A customers. So if there's anything to learn from Antonio in all of this, it really is that you've got to let go of the past, especially when someone decides to support your business. Because just think about how many businesses have you decided to support? No, okay. So this. Because this question came up while Trinace was talking, and then Ibrahim actually just added the second aspect of my question. Because my question was, okay, so when it comes to duality, how has this particular how has this particular experience? And this is for this is for everyone to answer, listening from both aspects, from Trinace's aspect and Ibrahim's aspect, there is duality there. So on a level of who you are, what can you learn from this so you can grow from this and not get not get stuck in one aspect of du of duality by still having an open mind of, like Ibrahim said, approach business with your heart, but then also find the du the find the the balance or the duality of what Trinay said. I, this is this is what I understand. This is how it's it is for me. So you have shown a complete lack of love for our relationship, our personal relationship, but you're supporting my business. How how do we find the balance through how do we find balance through that? If that question makes sense. I don't know if it came out right. Or if somebody can can retranslate my question. <laughs> because there is duality there. Like we, go ahead, Trinace. At one time, I would have um, had a feeling. Um, I don't know what that feeling would have been about it because 
um, that was so long ago, but I know I would have had some type of feeling with her. I probably would have, uh, probably would have never, I probably wouldn't have even talked to her because for me, if I can't trust you, I just, I just don't deal with you. Um, because our relationship was very personal. We know each other's kids. She's been here to my house and she stayed at my house. Um, but I think how I feel about all of my friends, all of my friends are my family for me. So it's especially hurtful for me to, to deal with that. So in the past, I would just not even acknowledge you were alive. Now I'd be like, well, you know, that's just how you do things. I don't take it personal, but that that is in the back of my mind that that's a part of who you are. I don't let it change me from who I, who I am. Maybe I don't call you to check on you as often. I still care about you, but I don't put you back in the same place in my life that you were before in business or in person. I have a fan, friend, I love her products. And the only thing, the only reason Bath and Body Works got her beat is because Bath and Body Works, they got a manufacturer. That's just how good her products are. But when I do business with her, no, because we have done business before and it has not meet my expectation as a business person, not as a friend. She's still a good friend. I still, you know, support her, her business. I still share her stuff. But when I invest in her, nah. <laughs> you just didn't do right in business. And I believe you have to have integrity when you are taking a person's money when you are having a if you are um, coaching a person you got to have integrity and not tell other people's business if <laughs> i mean if you you have to do what you say you're gonna do you have to be who you say you are that's why authenticity is very important to me um what i have learned about me is um, take my time and say yes, even if I know I'm going to say yes. Take my time and say no, because it may not be no. Um, it may be an emotional no. It could even be an emotional yes. So that those are things that I've learned about me. Don't always rush. Don't, don't, even, don't rush to an answer. And also don't even necessarily rush to a judgment. Try to have some understanding. Maybe not necessarily empathy you can't get in there with everybody but have some sympathy for what a person might be going through it could the you should the business could be a personal situation but it could not be just don't make your decision right away but i can't i can't for me i can separate business and friendship because those are two different those are two different things if you a friend doing good business i got you if you just a friend and don't do business well I still got you. I'm like, if you ask me questions about your business, I'm going to tell you. No, thank you. Thank you, because now that brings another question that goes along with... I'd like to, I'd like, I'd like to add a point. Go ahead. This, this isn't you approaching someone as a stranger and saying, hey, let's just do business, no friendship. That's fine. A lot of my clients aren't my friends. 
but I'm not loaded up with negative emotions about them because I couldn't get over how they treated me after we've known each other's kids and everything, right? There's a lot of baggage here. There's a lot of emotional baggage here. There's a lot of... Humans aren't robots, okay? So there's a lot of negative emotion here that I can see in the tone of your voice, okay? And speaking of integrity, you literally said you got to have integrity when you take someone's money. Now, if I were in your shoes, you're not me, I'm not you, right? But if I were in your shoes, I would have said, look, screw you. No need for the $100. Sorry, we're not going to do business. We're not the same kind of friends anymore. And now I cannot be objective with you anymore. Because if I'm being honest with myself, I've got plenty of judgment about how you treated me. That's just me. Okay, not everyone has to do it, but it's just much better than training your own brain and training your own business mind to approach people with a closed heart. Okay. Well, we can agree to disagree um, with that because I don't deal with it with a cold heart. I go into it with considering what if considering what if on the good and what's on the bad because i still love you i that that don't change what changes what is how i'm going to do business with you and as far as personal stuff that changes how 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 deep i'm gonna go with you how much how much intimacy our relationship is going to have period because i can die i can never do business with you again and be cool with you that's me that's me because i love my people if I bought something from Deanna today, and me and, and and I love Deanna, and I know De, Deanna has the utmost respect for me, and I know she's gonna do business like we we understand business. But I also know if something was wrong, I could go to Deanna and say, "Hey, Deanna, you know such and such and such and such." She she probably say, "You know, Trinace, I'm sorry, I'll fix that." Everybody don't operate like that in business. That's all I'm saying. Just be true to you, because I'm always be true to me. We can't always be thinking about what other people will think about us being true to be, be true to us. Because ultimately, when I get up in the morning, I look at Trinace, Tracy, the authentic one. I look at me. And to be honest, I don't really care what nobody else thinks. And that that's a that's a level of something that I had to learn. And when I learned that about myself. I wasn't so much in my feelings about what other people do or think. Only thing I can do is do better business when I do business, be a better friend when I'm a friend, be a better mother as a mother. That's the only thing I can do is fix me. And that's just straight yeah, up. Sure, 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 sure. But, but what I'm saying is, yeah, we can agree to disagree. All I'm saying is, this is a fact that how you show up to something is how you show up to everything, okay? And that's, that's an objective fact. You can agree to disagree with that. But how you show up to one thing or how you show up to one customer is how you show up to every customer. Do not pollute the depth that, with which you can connect with your customers just because your customer A, customer B, or customer C is a bad customer just because you have some type of emotions regarding them. That's why, look, I wouldn't do business with my exes. Why? Because I do not want to be capable of doing business on a very shallow level where I'm not caring about the client as a friend. 
So, um, again, the point is just the fact that you're intentionally making your business shallow with this specific person, because there's some history here, means that you're making yourself capable of doing shallow business. And that, I guess, is going to be a handicap in the future. Um, it's, it's not something Antonio would do. It's not something I would do. Thank but you for again, your opinion. Everyone does. Opinion. Yeah. No problem. Bye -bye. So this is a perfect example of duality. So how do we take this conversation and find the ebb and flow in it? Because both of them have very good points. Ibrahim is talking on a level of, hey, I can't do business with someone if I know that heart-wise it's going to affect how I do business with them. And if I do business with them that way, then I'm opening myself up to do business with everyone that way. And that's not how I, that's not how I want to do my business. On the other aspect of that, Trinace is saying, hey, I can separate business from personal. Personally, I don't trust you. But if you want to give me your money, I can take that. I don't have to. I don't have to. I love everybody. I love my friends. But I also understand, okay, you're my friend. This is how you acted as my friend. So as my friend, I don't trust you. But if you want to support my business, okay, I appreciate that. Thank you. Because I can separate the business from the personal. So how do we how do we find the ebb and flow in these things? Go ahead, Uncle Ramiro. I have a comment. Yeah. Um, from listening to both sides of the, the coin, my brain is saying to me, if Janace agrees with Abraham and in order to act that out, violate herself, she's not going to be comfortable. And that doesn't make Abraham wrong. She has to do what's right within herself in order to move forward. If what Abraham is saying is correct, what I would say to Trinace is, don't, don't just cast that aside. Ponder that, chew that up and say, based on what he said, can I take this information and incorporate it for my business? Because it's going to make my business better. If it doesn't, she got to be true to herself. That does not discount what, what Ibrahim said. And it doesn't discount what Trine said. It, because it, when you started this, this conversation, Deanna, I focused on Jerome. I didn't focus in on what was outside of me. Because I remember about 10 years ago, a young lady who I was, she was helping me with my branding. And she, she busted me right in my face and said, Jerome, you don't get it. What are you talking about? And she was just telling me about how talented I was and, my poetry and my books and my comedy, working with kids and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there going, and, and she, she was right. But you know what? She pissed me the hell off. And I was mad and I was cussing with them. And by the time I got home, I said, Jerome, you know she's right. I don't want her to be right. Because, but she saw in me what I didn't see in me. But because she wasn't afraid to tell me how she felt, I took it. I marinated it, I chewed it up, and I had to say, you know what, Jerome, she's right. Now, what the hell are you gonna do? So the thing the about that, that, that's right, but the thing about that is, I don't just do stuff 
and just be doing it and don't share right. with you. Right. Look, girl, right. you know, you weren't right how you handled me, such and such and such and such. So it's not like it was no conversation. So that's the other key point. You got to have a conversation. You can't be just be going around feeling some type of way. The person may not even know that you made them feel that type of way. Just straight up. She didn't know. She said, I, I didn't even take no thought to it. You're right. I shouldn't have even done that like that. So that meant that she valued my friendship. That's the other part of it. So for me, being true to me is important. Because I, if I lie to me, it's easy for me to lie to you. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's true. If I lie yeah. to me, it's easy for... I have a therapist and I have a hypnotherapist. When I told the therapist about the hypnotherapist, she said, well... Well, you have me. I say the thing about therapy is people can go to the therapist and lie to the therapist all they want to. With hypnotherapy, if you open a little bit, you go tell yourself some truth. So I've, I've spent a lot of time investigating who I am and I don't want to lie to me no more. I don't want to take stuff that, that I don't have to take. I don't want to deal with stuff that I don't, I want to get to that point. Like Antonio was talking about the other day, 95% of stuff. You don't even think about it. It's only 5% that's important. That's where I'm trying to be. But relationships are important to me. They will always be important to me because we weren't put on this faith on the face of the earth to be individuals by ourselves. We were meant to be a community. And if you can't tell the people that you say you love like a family the truth about, about how they made you feel or how you feel, then what type of person are you? Because I want to be a person, not just a business. That's why I, that's what my brand stands for, one authentic woman. I want to be a person as well as a person in business. Okay. No, it, I think all of you, I think you, Trinace, Uncle Romy Rome, and Ibrahim, and then that, so that brings me to Antonio. Trinae said, Antonio is at a point where 95% of the stuff that happens around him, he says no to. That's, that's him ascending past inconsistency. That's him saying yes to only 5%. And if you're not in his top 5%, you're not dealing with it. But that brings up what Ibrahim said earlier, how people have left and come back and he still treats them as if they never left. Now, y'all have heard Antonio say on multiple occasions, he's nicer than me because he is. Because in my head, you left. <laughs> Don't roll back up here. Yeah, I'm not going to treat you the same way. <laughs> You going to know I have a problem with you. But in what, e what Ibrahim is saying is that destroys my business because I'm putting that vibration out there. So with that, how do you find that? Also, Diana, the thing is, <laughs> if, if somebody felt about me a certain way, if somebody felt a certain way about me, Okay, they had a bit of unres uh, they had some unresolved issues and they were a business owner. I wouldn't want them 
in business with me. You understand? So if as a customer, I cannot accept that attitude, then as a business owner, I'm not being honest with myself. I'm just being convenient with myself when I take someone's money and I say, but I'm going to stay shallow with you. Why? Because I want depth from a business owner. If what I want as a customer is also what I'm willing to give as a business owner, I'm being honest with myself. But if I'm not, if as a customer, I want the business owner to treat me like a friend, to be loyal to me as a friend. And then when it comes to business, I'm like, hey, I can be shallow with this person because they're willing to give me money. But I feel a certain way with them. Then I'm not being honest with myself. Of course, I do not know enough context about anyone to judge them. I'm just saying about me, like in, in my context, if as a customer, I want something else. And as a business owner, I'm not willing to give it. Then I'm not being honest with myself. I'm just doing what's comfortable and convenient and labeling it as honesty with myself. That's just me. Okay. So that brings up another point. And and Tom, I can't remember the Bible verse. Maybe Uncle Romy Ron can help me out. But there's, there's one in there that he says scares the hell out of him. And it's, it's not the least of the, the doing, it's the one about how you treat others. You do to the least of these, my brethren, you've done unto me. When do we see you hungry? When do we see you in prison? When do we see you, whatever. And he does that, he does that both sides. He says that to the people who treated him correctly. And he said that to the people who didn't treat him correctly. Because what he says is, when you do it to mankind, you're doing it to me. So the way you treat mankind is the way you treat God, because God created mankind. So, yes. But sometimes we don't know, we don't realize that. We got a relationship with God, and we smet, and we mess on people. And then we think we're okay, because our relationship with God is okay, and don't realize that God created mankind. So when you mess up with mankind, you're not right with mankind, you're not right with God. Some of us don't see that. Some of us don't don't connect with that. So that can be scary. Thank you, Uncle Romero. <laughs> Thank you, Uncle Romero. So when you, so how do we, like how, how do we find the ebb and flow in that? Because it all boils down to the law of attraction. Because if Ibrahim is saying, I cannot attract to myself not, ha- not having a relationship with my customers. If if I'm if I if I want it as a customer, but not willing to give it as a business owner, that's not who I that's not what I want. And Trinace is saying, I have a relationship with you. And I can, our relationship is no longer stable. But you still want to be in my community. So that then to me, that's business. So go ahead, you know, how do we, trying to see how the phrase is, y'all. It is, it's in my head, but get it in words. I'm, having, <laughs> I'm trying to get it out in words because it's in my head and it's I'm feeling it. It's, how do we find the, 
to okay to me to me this all boils back down to who you are like if you have found the ebb and flow within yourself and and antonio is the only example i can use because there are people very few but there are people that he has completely cut off before yeah but he has the yes sir, yeah yes, sir. my brain right now is saying to me this is what my brain is saying Abraham means the world to me. And so does Trinace. Each one of them mean a lot to me, period. And I don't feel that either one of them need to violate themselves in order to agree with one another. Amen. That's important. Mm -hmm. it's, in, it's important for Trinace to open up her mouth and articulate exactly what she feels and exactly what's going on and stand in that. And Abraham needs to do the same thing. We don't have to, we, talk, we, use, that little, we use that little colloquialism, agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. You gotta look at, when you wake up in the morning, you gotta look in that mirror and she's gotta say to herself, am I comfortable with who I am? And if she is, well, damn it, Move into your day. Abraham needs to do the same thing. We don't have to dump on each other and we don't have to prove to one another that my point of view or what I believe is better than yours. What you do for you works, so you run with that. If what you do, run with that. And if you're happy with that, fine. If you're not, or there's a little chink in your armor, then you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's what's going through my head because I'm sitting there going, Janice is my girl. She, you, Janice, you know, you have me rolling in. Abraham does the same thing. These my peeps. You know what I'm saying? So neither one of them, to me, needs to force the other to agree or acquiesce in this conversation. But the thing that I do want them to do is to be authentic, to be honest, and to say what's on their heart. Because that's how we all grow. If we don't do that, if I'm sitting there going, okay, well, to, to, to not offend, I'm going to shut up. No, we can't grow like that. You're, not, you're being dishonest to us and you're being dishonest to yourself. Be honest, say what's on your mind, and then stand in that. But if there's something in there that you know is a little flaky or you know you need to work on, then go on and work on that. And then come on back. We'll be here. We, we ain't going nowhere. Because we friends. That's all I got to say. Ashe. Yeah, I mean, for me, your our relationship for me is more valuable than business. For me. Uh-oh. Oh, we lost Trinace. Okay. Okay, well, then this brings me to Antonio because... I've watched Antonio still have heart and still love people, but, but understand that, okay. Actually, no, not even that. He, it's hard to explain Antonio, but what I, so I'll say what I've learned. <laughs> what I've learned, what I am learning from Antonio is how to let a person 
be where they are. Still love them. And, and be able to receive them no matter what, which is, again, I he has, to me, that that is a perfect example of taking duality and learning and grow from it because there's no, we, I'm not going to say we, I'll talk about me because y'all are perfect. Y'all have this down. Y'all have mastered it. Y'all are absolutely amazing with it. Okay. <laughs> but this is me. So I'm talking about me. I am learning how to let people be where they are. Understanding when to remove myself from the situation. Understanding who I need to limit my time with, but not completely cutting people off because, or not doing what I used to do with people, which was show them, show them me. <laughs> like, and I'm learning from Antonio that. Everyone is perfect just where they are. He is, that's, and that's when, that's when you reach a level of ebb and flow within your humanity that you just have a Christ-like love. And with Ibrahim and Trinace, I understand both points because it's a both and situation. Yes, I understand, Ibrahim, man, look. There's a certain attraction that I want. So the vibration that I'm going to put out is, I love my customers. I can't go, I can't, if if I'm not going to do, if me, if I'm not willing to do in business what I would want as a customer, then I'm not doing it. So if I can't, if I can't talk to Renee, and and lovingly say, man, Renee, you looking good in that dress, girl. Because I would love for the CEO of Coca-Cola to do it for me. Then I shouldn't, then I don't need to, I don't need to, that's, I, if I can't, if, if that's what I want as a customer, then that's the type of CEO I need to be. But then on the other end, like I said, it's both end. I understand Trinae's, look, you're my best friend. There are friends that I don't talk to today. Will I take their money? Depends on the type of CEO I am. If they want to pay for a book, go and pay for that book. I appreciate you. If they want to pay for a course, go and pay for that course. I appreciate you. But how am I going to interact with them once they're in my community? So I get both aspects. So and so that's when that both end comes into place. And so how uh, Antonio has he has an ebb and flow with duality that I can't even with life that is it's it's hard to I see your hand Trinace it's 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 not hard but when you me I'm talking about me y'all I'm not talking about y'all y'all have all mastered this I'm talking about me 
it's my inconsistency hits when I have an emotional disturbance. When I have an emotional disturbance and you are the trigger of that emotional disturbance, you are going to know. But from Ibrahim's point, if you get money from, if you want to give me money and I have an emotional disturbance with you, then I'm telling the universe, you know what, universe, I have an emotional disturbance with this person, but I'm going to still take their money. And my community is going to suck because I'm not going to talk to it and I'm going to attract more customers like that. But if I have an emotional disturbance with you and I can find the duality in that, and I can learn and grow from that because my emotional disturbance with you means that you triggered me. So that means I need to work on something with me. Again, I'm talking about me. I'm not saying I'm talking about me. Y'all have mastered this. I'm talking about me. My question now is, what do I need to learn from this? Because I need to find forgiveness in this so I can move forward because me and who I am in the industry that I'm going in, the brand that I am building, emotional disturbances will destroy my entire brand before it even starts. So what am I learning from this? Because that's inconsistency is not just stopping work. Inconsistency is also being inconsistent in who you are as a person. See, from the conversations, we know Ibrahim is consistent in who he is. Trinace is consistent in who she is. Both of their brands are strong for them because they're consistent in who they are. In that understanding, I understand that emotionally trick emotional triggers make me inconsistent with my brand so as uncle jerome was saying when i look in the mirror every morning if i have an emotional if i have an emotional trigger an emotional disturbance and i am allowing that emotional disturbance to interfere and not learn from it and grow from it and understand, okay, you're only being triggered because of this. He reminds you of this. She reminds you of that. That situation reminds you of something that happened to you when you were six years old. Understand that. Say, okay, I worked through it. I forgive myself for the situation. I forgive the situation and move forward. Then I become consistent in myself, therefore becoming consistent in my business. Consistent in my business. You have you you have to find yeah. that balance. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Oh, and then the Trinace. Yeah. The thing is, if I were saying something that somebody on the call has already said at some point, okay, they have held the same stance as the one that I am proposing, okay, and they feel like, oh, they used to hold that stance, but it held them back, and they opted for an alternate stance that help them improve, I want them to unmute their mic and bash my head in. And that's exactly what I did. Okay, I'm sorry, but I've held that stance that Pranis has held before. And I've held the stance, I hold the stance that I do now. 
And so I took the most suboptimal and inefficient way of helping someone improve, which is just going at them directly. But that's because that's what I would have wanted for myself. This will, I guarantee, not cause any change whatsoever, at least in the short term. But the fact that I've said it means there's an idea on the table. Somebody will benefit. And that's what I was hoping from the conversation altogether. And throughout that, we've learned more about Renee. So what she said in the beginning didn't sound that good. It sounded like she has animosity towards someone and is taking their money anyway. That's what it sounded like. But in this argument, what has happened is the nuance has come out. Okay? So many people on the call might not have said anything and silently judged her. What my contrarian approach has done, I guess, and I hope, is that it has given her the opportunity to elaborate on her stance and now many more people would be able to see the logic in it instead of silently judging. And that's why I prefer loud judgment so I can push back. So now, Trinace, the floor is all yours. Push back as loud as you can. I'll shut up. So I don't care about judgment anymore. I've been past that. So <laughs> people think what they want to think. Like I said, when I get up in the mirror, it'd be me straight up. Uh, what, I mean, the lion don't listen to sheep. I don't listen to sheep. <laughs> so um, but as I was saying, I'm on a new, I'm trying a new device. So I'm sorry. Um, when, I do, when I do business with friends, our friendship is more valuable to me. Than, than, than our business for me. I'll be your friend and stop doing business with you. That's me. But I'll, if you do, you have good products, I'm going to share it. But I'm, I'm, that's how I am. But the other thing is Pepsi sell us stuff all the time. And we don't, we don't know the CEO of Pepsi. We don't even know the person. Who, King, I'm going to let you out. You should have went out two hours ago when I was trying to take you out. Um, we don't we don't even know the guy who delivers the drops the truck to drop the stuff off. They don't they don't like us. They don't dislike us. They just give us a product. And sometimes in business, we are not going to know the person that we are doing business with. We it's our responsibility to give them the product or service that they are paying for, and we don't have to be emotionally connected. Just period. I'm not emotionally collect connected when I went um, to Cinco de Mayo and bought those two things of uh, um, uh, uh, margarita. I wasn't emotionally co connected. I just swiped things, swiped my card, and went on to the house. I don't know what kind of energy that people have. I was feeling good. I was about to go have tacos. So we don't <laughs> always have to be emotionally connected to stuff. But sometimes when you do business, with people that that you know, um, it can be emotional because sometimes you really want to help them get get their next thing, and sometimes you really want to support them. But then sometimes there's something their their integrity or something that that you may have noticed about them that can affect. But then because you're friends, you should be able to have a conversation about 
whatever that thing is. My friends know how I am. I am very direct. It's no, <laughs> it's no secret. Uh, um, I am very direct. And because of that, um, the friends that I have that I call family, um, who they come to when they want an authentic um, answer about stuff. So judge if you will, I just be out here being me. <laughs> Well, I'm going to be honest with everybody. I absolutely love this entire conversation. And I'm going to tell y'all why. Because y'all remember when Trinace first started talking and she said that's why community is important? Because if you have a community of people, of like-minded individuals just like you, they'll help you through your inconsistency. Mm -hmm. Well, she wasn't saying she was being inconsistent, but what she proved was the importance of a community. Because Ibrahim, point if 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 this was if this was a community, if this was my community, and I said, y'all look, da 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 da, and then Ibrahim spoke up, well, D, I disagree because da 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 da, and I said, well, Ibrahim, da 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 da, if I am open-minded enough in the community full of open-minded people. It Like Ibrahim was saying, he openly expressed what his thoughts were. If I'm at just as open as him, I'm going to receive what he said. And I'm going to do what Uncle Romy Rome said. I'm going to receive what he said. I'm going to process that and be like, okay, you know what? Maybe I should shift a little bit. Maybe I am being. Let me look. Let me check my motives based on what Ibrahim said and let me think on this. Okay, you know what? He was right. I, maybe I do need to da 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 because my motives are incorrect here. And then on the other aspect, you know what? No, I check myself. My motives are good. It's just this. That's what communities are for. This was the perfect example of finding the balance in duality because both of them, Trinace, I mean, the perfect example, this is what Trinace said. It instantly created the opposite. But in the conversation, we, if you have the open mind, which is one of the ways you transcend inconsistency if you have the open mind you would have completely saw the whole thing it would have been like you know what this was a good conversation that's what communities are for that's what yeah. go ahead Abraham yeah the thing is I'm not saying what I'm saying is right what I'm saying is yeah, you have that what I'm it. saying yeah what I'm saying is that what I am saying works for me. And if there's something else you do, like if throwing pepper spray, like, you know, spraying your customers in the eyes with pepper spray works for you, if you're, I guess, a dominatrix, for example, then that works for you. Don't let me tell you that, no, no, that's not what I would do with my customers, right? So what works for you better than what works for me, go ahead and do that, right? So I have not, this has not been an inquiry regarding what's 
objectively right or even subjectively right. Right. And if you're trying to, yeah, and if you're trying to pin the label or the stamp of right on either one of us, you will be uncomfortable. It will feel like you have to choose. It will feel like you're screwing someone over. It will feel like you're doing right by some and wrong by some. Having an open mind is all about not pinning the right on something, seeing what works. And the reason I have been pushing Kunesh to elaborate her stance and myself elaborating mine is so that the people for whom my side works, they get to know the specifics. And for people for whom Kunesh's side works, they can get to know the specifics of that thing. And whatever works for you is what's best for you, right? Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. All I'm pointing out is, see, 5,000 people bought a cordial invitation. I cannot possibly know all these people, but that's a luxury. I have the luxury of doing business with people I don't know enough. So I can afford to have empathy with them. But if the same person was my uncle or my mom or something, they, they would have screwed me over. And I would have no option but to reconcile, to sit in it and be like, okay, this is my customer base, but they've screwed me over. I would have to deal with that. I have the luxury of not having to deal with that. All my clients were never my relatives, weren't people I grew up with. So they've never had the opportunity to disappoint me on that level. Okay? So I understand that this is a privilege and not every business owner has that. All I'm presenting is what works for me. Right. Is to have empathy for my customers. So when I'm writing a joke for my book, I'm not thinking, oh, the uncle or the aunt that pisses me off will read this. Let me write a bad joke. I'm not thinking that. Because I approach my business with empathy. And, and that means, basically, is that my business will never be a Pepsi delivered by someone who, whose face you don't know to someone whose face they don't know. That's not how my business works for me. Right. But again, that does not mean that's the right way to do business. Bigger companies have been built on much less empathy and much more platonic view of what a business relationship is. Right. And much less friendship. So again, I've never been presenting what's right, only what has worked for me. Right. And again, furthering, solidifying what Trine said about community. Like-minded individuals is not same-minded individuals. There's a difference. We are all like-minded individuals because we want to grow. We have businesses. Our businesses involve changing the lives of others. How we do business, each and every one of us do business differently. Each and every one of us have different approaches. But to ascend inconsistency, that's what the community is for. Because if I approach you guys and I say, this is what I'm dealing with, this is the problem I had. And Renee opened up mouth and said, well, D, have you thought about this? Because in business, this is how I would approach it. And this works for me. And then Ibrahim will say, well, D, have you thought about doing it this way? This works for me in my business. And then Miss Sandra say, well, D, uh, I'm going to need you to think about this because this is how I do it. And it works perfectly for me. 
And if I have inconsistency within myself, I wouldn't have an open mind enough to receive all of the information from my community and say, okay, let me rethink my approach. And then going along with Uncle Jerome said, when I rethink my approach and I have to look at myself in the mirror every morning, like Trené said, and it don't feel good to me, then it's time for me to, to consider the right of everybody else. As Ibrahim was saying, he's saying that this is not the right way to do it. It's just the way that works for him. Just like Trenace was saying, this is not the right way to do it. This is just the way that works for me. I feel good. Yeah. Both of them were saying, go ahead. I just want to throw a wrench in this. Just a wrench. So we got a yin and yang. There's no yep. right and wrong. But there's always another. There's, there's I don't, however many people on this call, there could be even more points and what have you. So mm-hmm. I don't think this is a battle of right or wrong, this or that. It, it, it just is, right? If we just accept that it, it just is, because we all come and flow differently based on our experiences, our beliefs, our education, our blah, blah, blah. You can add to it. I would, I'm curious, if, if you wouldn't mind, I want to know what the second question is. <laughs> the second question was... Well, share an example of how embracing duality has led to personal growth and spiritual insights. That was going to be the next one. How has duality led to your personal growth and your spiritual insight? And since I asked you to ask answer the ask the question, I, I, may I may I contribute? Please, I would love. So my contribution is I always thought when things were hard, it was me. I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I don't figure it out. So I would get frustrated and I would quit. Quit, 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 quit. That was my middle name. I would quit. And then I would say, see, I knew that was going to happen. So I set myself up to expect it wasn't going to be right. It took me a a lot of years, a lot of reading, uh, a lot of hoping. And then I had a, a moment and I don't even know what specific moment, but I had a moment that finally figured it out. There was the yin and the yang. Some things are going to work. Some things aren't. Everything is not hard. It was my perception and my negativity and my victimhood that I had lived with for so many years that made me feel that way. So in the grand scheme of things, there is a yin and a yang. There is an up and a down. Sometimes it's a sideways. It, it, I think if we get stuck in our styles, our personalities, our beliefs, which is where I was for so many years, once I got unstuck, I realized it just is. At that point, stop going through all this, trying to break it down and figure it out. Because when I connected it, I always connected to something negative. It must be because. How come it couldn't just be? And then maybe it was something positive because most of the time, if not all the time, I eventually found a lesson or a resource or read something in a book that guided me. So at the grand scheme of things, yeah, there's a yin and a yang, but there's all kinds of in-betweens and yin number one and two and 10 and 20. So I'm hoping that none of us and on all of us at the same time understand that don't get stuck. But when you are stuck, okay, acknowledge, okay, I'm stuck. So either that means I need to ask a question, I need to go do some research, or I need to sit down somewhere, think about it, or I need to say, I'm not going to touch it today, but tomorrow's another day. And that's how I work myself through all my little trauma and my drama and poor me. You know, I'm not a poor me anymore. It's like, get over it, girl. I can tell myself real quick, get over it, breathe, take a deep breath, walk, go, you, you doing it again. I can talk myself into crazy. I mean, I can talk myself out of my crazy. So that's, that's just my thought on that process. 
No, thank you. Thank you so much, Miss Adonia, because a part of inconsistency is not understanding the duality and how it can help you. Go go ahead, Mr. Field. No, three things. We're all yo-yos. Just some of us have longer strings than others. The key to life is shorten your string. So your ups aren't so up and your downs aren't so down. Number two, General Patton said, nothing's ever as good or as bad as it seems. And then the last one, a friend of mine said this, I was 22 years old when he said it. I said, that I'll remember that for the rest of my life. Everybody's got a different way of counting. There we go. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's powerful. Yes, absolutely. And I love it. Oh, y'all, thank you so much. Y'all made today awesome. I love it because that's part of being more consistent is accepting accepting the flow of things, accepting and understanding that there's an up and down there. If you have a left, you automatically create a right. And when you have a community of people, go ahead, Ivan. So in my practice, I have to write 8,000, 10,000, 15,000 words per project, right? And at the same time, I need to have new ideas. And, you know, ideas don't come when you sit on the table, you know, you sit at the table. That's when ideas come. Ideas come when you're just like on a walk or when you're watching a movie or when you're, you know, just sitting. So it's, it couldn't be any more dual than that. It's like at, this, at one point I have to churn out 10,000 words. And, and at another, I have to force myself to be okay with just sitting around and waiting for inspiration to just write, even though usually when I start writing, it's usually 2,000 words in when I get the right idea, and the last 2,000 words are trash. Um, but balancing the fact that I have to chill out so I feel good enough for genuine inspiration to strike, and then I have to be strict with myself and actually have a work ethic, is just the craziest thing. Like having to balance those two things is just crazy. I agree. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm glad you found it. (laughs) Because I've been told on multiple occasions, I'm really weird. I, Deanna Marie Smith, with every fiber of my being, cannot stand structure. The word structure gives me chills. Hey, Deanna, I've not figured it out, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've not figured it out. I've not figured it out. Uh, So that's why I don't have five books out a year. But the thing is, sometimes I'm unable to write a book. Uh Uh-oh. So crazy. Sometimes I literally cannot meet a deadline, and it turns out to be a good thing. So (laughs) (laughs) the deadlines that I've set for myself, I'm saying. It's like so many times I have like, there was this thing with the social media platform and I had written, I had written a bunch of copy that was going to go on a specific social media platform. And then a new platform took off. This was like uh, some time ago. And then suddenly that copy was just much better for a different format. 
and it just worked out. So now I've just learned to trust not having figured it out, I guess, is what I'm saying. Huh. Talk about talk about ebb and flow. If figure out how to and that's actually one of the aspects of um of transcending inconsistency of it's the it's it's the aspect I was going to talk about at a later date if we didn't get to it today. But it's called the the dance of change. Like nature is always changing, and it it just it's okay. It's okay not knowing what to do next. It's okay. Like nature doesn't know if it's going to rain one day or not. It just does it. And it doesn't spaz about it. It just, it goes with the flow. And what Ibrahim was saying was, I go with the flow. Like, and it works out for me. How, how many of you have left too late to get somewhere or waited until last minute to do something only to find out that it it benefited you in the end ebb and flow ebb and flow let me tell y'all something because i have missed deadlines before some situations it benefited me other situations it did not And the situations that it did not benefit me were the situations that I was in an inconsistent cycle. The situations that it did benefit me, I was in ebb and flow. And it just so happened, universe was like, well, hey, you got stuck here, but it's okay because they got stuck there. So y'all got stuck at the same time for a reason. And that's that's a part of inconsistency. Inconsistency is just it's just a part of being it's a part of the human experience because we have emotions because we have thoughts because we have experiences it changes depending on when they hit us it changes perspective it changes your mindset it changes everything but when you just sit still. I always go back to Exodus 1414. When you sit still and you shut your mouth and you go with the flow, I have learned, I am learning that when I, as Antonio tells us all the time, be present. When you be present, you become active in where you are. You become active in the conversations. You can I can sit here and if I didn't multitask like Antonio always tells me not to do <laughs> and I listen to everybody's point of view I can hear the difference in everything and I can take that and I can internalize that and I can be like okay that's a good thought process that's a good thought process to have too hmm. you know what I never thought about that like I've gotten so many ideas just from when I'm not multitasking I've gotten so many ideas from everyone talking and that's 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 a part of life. It it really is in if we get frozen in our thoughts, if we get frozen in our emotions and frozen in our experiences, that inconsistency becomes it becomes toxic to us. But when we approach the emotions and the thoughts and the experiences with an open mind 
that inconsistency becomes a blessing to us. Because in that we're able to, when we have, when we approach it with an open mind, I've learned to trust not having figured it out. <laughs> that, that when we have an open mind, we've come, we come, we've come to be okay and trust in not having it figured out. We become open to everything that flows within us. And when that inconsistent, when when whatever hits us, it hits us within that inconsistency, we're able to sit there and say, okay, what do I need to learn from this? Like I had that, I had that experience just this morning. I got hit with inconsistency. Even in knowing this day was coming. I got hit with inconsistency. What was the inconsistency? Tony and Tony, excuse me, I, I call him Tony. Antonio wasn't teaching this morning. That's inconsistent for me. I got hit with inconsistency. And then what happened next? Mind y'all, I've known since before he left to go out of town. But inconsistency, he always gives me, helps me come up with things to talk about. I got hit with inconsistency because he didn't give me anything this time. He just said, I trust you. Go ahead. You got this. Wait, hold on, sir. No, no, no. Hold what you got. Do you, that's not what we do. You've been inconsistent. That is not what we do, okay? I normally know what we're going to talk about because me and you talk about it. But in that inconsistency, because I paused, because trust me, I was, did not pause at first. I was spazzing the hell out. I was up at five something this morning, spazzing out, because I didn't know what we was going to talk about. But I, when, I, when I told myself, okay, you doing too much, Deanna, pause. Because that, 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 that what hit me was, this is he gets better and like he gets higher and higher with each class so he hit me with I don't know that's what hit me I don't know hit me I didn't have it figured out okay and I did not trust not having it figured out <laughs> let me tell you something <laughs> it wasn't enough coffee in the world this morning let me tell you but when I paused and I said, okay, in this inconsistency, do not spaz out. What do you need to learn from this? And that's when it dawned on me. Hell, for you trying to teach like Antonio teach. You is not him. What does, and then the next question was, what does he always tell you? Well, he always tell me, be myself. Okay, so what does that look like? I'm not technical. I am not technical. So for me to sit here and teach y'all about some artificial intelligence, it's not in my ministry. If I have to come up with it by myself. Again, I preface this with, he always helps me. So when I pause in the inconsistency of him not helping me, him not teaching this morning, then him saying you teach without the guidance of what to teach. That inconsistency hitting me, I had to, I had to add, I had to learn from that. Now, if it was the old me, 
we wouldn't be talking this morning. I hope they'd be like, we don't have no class this morning, y'all. Enjoy your day. Because <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm going to teach y'all. Deanna. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and then Trinace. I want to say the one, I'm really proud of you. Oh, um, too, I also want to say, okay, with for me, I'm a huge I'm a huge football fan. So hopefully you guys catch this. So being being from Ohio, being from close to Cleveland, it gets it gets awfully and blistering cold right on the shores of Lake Erie. And for me, sometimes those best football games that were ever played is when it was ugly looking outside those are probably the games that everybody still talks about to this day if you are a Browns fan because you you talk those are the best games because you know you might not be able to see your your hands in front of your face because it's snowing so hard or it's raining so hard but they still play they still come and they still show up during those those tough games they they may they may have had a, a blueprint but they were just like man we don't know what what this these conditions are gonna do but i say that i say that to say it's for a lot for a lot of us it's it's fourth quarter you know for a lot of us it's fourth quarter it's two minute warning what what um you know what i'm saying we have to continue to show up and I'm learning too, not to that I don't always have the answers. That sometimes I'm like, and that's okay, because I mean I always I mean I always have the answers. But if I continue to show up, if I continue to be like, okay, I got three timeouts left, and I gotta do a hail mary, I'm somebody somebody's gonna catch it. But we we just have to continue to yeah sometimes we're not gonna have the answers but there is a consistency with sometimes just being like hey we just gotta flow and only we know what that what that looks like for us personally on a day by day because I know sometimes with me I try to always have the answers I I was always like okay you gotta you know you gotta have the answers and then I realized what kind of what kind that's that's putting myself in a prison really of some of some kind if i gotta i feel like i gotta have all the answers sometimes you're not gonna have it it's all sometimes it's it's all ebb and flow like what you was talking about so it's just like okay you gotta roll you gotta roll with this you feel like you need to go to the left then go to the left if you go to the right something you might be messed up if you go to the right but you just have to allow yourself and for sometimes when you want to have all the answers, that's a huge, that's a huge deal because you want to have that control. But I realize sometimes we can't have control except for if we have the Janet Jackson album. But um, <laughs> that was a quack joke. But anyway, <laughs> that was such a whack joke. But it's it is a a piece that comes with it by just being like, you know what? I don't have the answers, but I'm going to just. I'm just gonna roll with it, and and once we do, I think we we really may surprise ourselves, and we really find out even more about what we are made of. That's that's I think that's probably the biggest thing is learning this whole time really what's on the inside of you, which you won't know until you have that 
that moment where that security blanket, like you was talking about, Deanna, where it's like, ooh, and you're like, uh, uh, I don't, I, I don't know what to do. But then it's at that right moment that you actually do know what to do all along. Fourth quarter. Uh, come on, fourth quarter. Thank you, Miss Trinae. Um, sorry, Trinae's is on my mind. Thank you, Miss Renee. <laughs> <laughs> for naming me. Go ahead. Thank you so much, Queen Renee. So this is just your new level because you do all of this is new. Normally you have a conversation with Antonio. Normally you are this is just a new level. Mm -hmm. So your inconsistency showed up as at your new level because now that you um, see that you can do this there's probably gonna be a whole bunch more times than Antonio gonna say well girl y'all y'all look and that and and I learned in I had now mind you inconsistency doesn't just occur to teach you a lesson inconsistency also occurs as a remembrance because what I needed to remember to just be me. I was forcing myself to be Antonio. So in so one of the ways to transcend inconsistency is your mindset towards the duality of life. If if I didn't go left, right wouldn't exist. And because I went left, right existed. And when left didn't work out, now I have the option to go right. That's how I see it. I can only tell y'all from my mindset. I, that worked out for me. That's how it did. I asked ChatGPT to break things down to me like I'm 15, between the ages of 10 to 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the words, I get, I understand big words. I do. But it's the tone and how you communicate with kids. It just resonates with me. It's So inconsistency is not bad. And that used to be my biggest my biggest thing, if I'm inconsistent, I'm bad. No, that was my perception of it. One of the things that Renee said, you know, she read books, she changed her mind. No, or was that Renee? Like your perception, that was Renee. My perception of my inconsistency is what keeps me stuck. My mindset during the inconsistency is what keeps me stuck. That's what turns it into a toxic situation. But if I come at it with an unshackled mind, chains off, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, hmm, okay, I don't like this, so what am I going to do about it? I got hit with some inconsistency. Go ahead. I got hit with some inconsistency, so what am I going to do now? Okay, Deanna, what should you teach about? And stop trying to teach like Tony. Teach like you. What would you teach? Well, it wouldn't be on technology. But how would it be in ebb and flow with what Antonio talks about? 
Hmm. Okay. Inconsistency, which I got from a friend because I asked the question. So closed mouths don't get fed. Ask the question, get an answer. Okay, learned that one. And that idea, while you had no clue how you was going to break it down, you used what Antonio taught you and you figured it out. Okay. Okay. So how am I going to teach this? Because I'm not technical like that. Well, you don't teach it technical because you're not, you're not technical like that. So how would you teach it? Huh? Well, I would teach it like this, you know, like a koala holding their baby. Oh, yay. You know, it's like, okay. Okay, I think I got this. If I would have let that situation turn toxic again, we would not be on this call. Y'all would have been texting me, are we having a morning call? Are we having a morning call? Because <laughs> I would not be here. Speaking of that, Deanna. Yes, sir. What I think is very interesting about our conversation today and what took place today was our community because I, I just said that to stop and contemplate that between my family, between my friends, even associates, I don't have these conversations outside of ATS. And these come for me, these conversations are very um, enlightening, they're very thought provoking. Um, they they get my brain, they get my juices going. And, and I'm saying, I don't have that with, you know, the outside of this, this arena. And so this is very, very important to me because this is a place I can come. And if something is on my mind, or if I need to deal with something, I can interject it. And I'm going to walk away with something that's going to help me when I walk away. And I said to myself, the Desi Drone, there are not a lot of vehicles that you have that do that for you. In a lot of cases, when I'm out there, I'm the one that's, you know, whatever. But I don't get something from that that I can take and go, ooh, that was good. Or, oh, man, let me, let me write that down. So this community is very, very important for me in relationship to feeding me and give me what I need to grow. Like, I, I sent you an email this morning, okay? And I said, in a nutshell, that email, all hell is broken loose. But as I closed it out, I said, oh, but by the way, I still need to run my business, blah, 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 blah. You came back, okay, blah, 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 blah. And we keep right on moving. And I thought that was very, very interesting because I can see that maybe a year from now, a year ago, maybe two years ago, I wouldn't have been, I would have been like, yeah, I, I, I got to talk to Antonio. I, 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 I need, no, no, I don't need to talk to him because my business still needs to grow. My business still needs to, to uh, move forward, regardless of what's going on around me. And if it all hell breaks loose, then let it break loose. This is what I am made for. Hello, come on now. So, so this is a very, so I thought about it in relation to our interactions. And what was nice about this is different ones, Phil, Susan, Adonia, different ones came in. Uh, Queen Renee came in with their comments as well. Abraham, I thought that was really, really, like I said, yes, I'm in the right place. 
I'm in the right place. So I just wanted to share that. No, thank you for sharing that because I am learning and I loved it. One more thing. And tell Antonio we did that without him. <laughs> I let him know, Uncle Romy Rome. I let him know. But I loved it. Like it felt good to not teach. It felt good to have a conversation. Like, yeah, I know when we first started, I did that whole little monologue, but that was so I could open it up. But then once I started asking questions, I it felt good to not teach for two hours straight. It felt good to have a conversation for an hour and a half. And that's because it's a community. It goes back to what Trinace was saying earlier, having a community of, li of like-minded individuals, not same-minded individuals, but like-minded individuals. Because there are times where I have been on here and I've opened my mouth and interjected, look, this is what I need. And I've gotten so much input that completely changed things that I even thought about or had an idea about and gave me ideas I would have never had. But if I wasn't open-minded enough, because trust and believe, Antonio and I have clashed multiple times in the past because I wasn't open-minded. The, the fact that I don't even deal with the music industry anymore is a huge outcome, a huge of Antonio in, in me being open-minded. But understand. When he first told me you might want to consider changing your brand, he was every cuss word on earth in my head. And it showed out in my physical action. I had attitude. I didn't want to talk to him. Don't talk to me. That's not what I want to do. I'm not doing that. You're not going to tell me to change who I am. Do you know how long it took me to get to this point? I built this. This is mine. All that. Only the only to come out on the end, not even in business <laughs> anymore. Because <laughs> he, he told me, he's like, you know, you, you should you should really consider going into public relations because that's pretty much what you're doing for your artist. The hell I am. I ain't doing that. That's not what my business is. And then later on to be like, you know what? I could take what I do for musical artists and do it for businesses. And he just looked at me. He just looked at me. He was like, hmm, I was just waiting for you to catch up. I hate when he say that. He would passion when he say that. <laughs> like, but I had to change my perception and my mindset. Because I was inconsistent within myself in that business. I let the, incon I let the inconsistency become toxic. But inconsistency is not a bad thing. Like we view everything from, talk about me. Y'all don't have this problem. I view inconsistency as bad. Not, but now my, my understanding of inconsistency is 
No, you need inconsistency to grow. Your thought process about inconsistency is toxic, therefore making your inconsistency toxic. But now, and, and I've, I've created this chemical reaction in my body when inconsistency hits. So now what I do is, y'all know that gut feeling you get? It's like, like, like somebody trying to scrape out your stomach because you, so, you got your anxiety level is so high. I had to work through that this morning. I had a whole conversation in my head that got me here today. <laughs> got me here today. But in that conversation, I had to calm myself with the retrained subconscious that I've been retraining myself with to calm the hell down. It, it's it's going to be okay. But it took me, let me see, I met Antonio. He started coaching me in 2016. Don was, man, Don was 10 months old. He is eight. That's how long it took me <laughs> to get to this point because I had to we I had to shut shut quiet the conversation in my head, the toxic conversation long enough for that small whisper to get loud. And that small whisper gets louder and louder every day. Girl, calm down. Calm down, stop. <laughs> but that's all a part of ascending inconsistency. Transcending, excuse me, transcending inconsistency. You have to, the first thing you have to understand is it's a mindset, it's a mindset thing. There's a find the balance in duality. Duality is ebb and flow. Like Mr. Phil just said, we are all yo-yos. Some of us have longer strings. Some of us have shorter strings. The point is to shorten your strings so you have shorter lows and shorter highs. Yeah, shorter lows and shorter highs. That All I saw in my head was the little yo. I saw me as a yo-yo doing this. <laughs> like I'm on the street doing this and it come back up, doing this and coming back up. Yeah, I saw that too. I was like, I got such a visual from when Mr. Phil said that. I was like... I was like, man, okay, I could see that. Thanks. Ooh. That's why me, that's why me and Renee, we we that 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 kid like mine said, hey, boy, we can we can visualize some some very colorful things. <laughs> and if I can visualize it, then it helps me to put it into application too. That's why I asked Chat GPT to explain things to me like I'm 10 and 15. Okay, because it talks in words that I can picture. But I, I want to thank all of you for an amazing morning. I want to thank you all for sticking with me. I may make this a series online. I don't know yet because there's a whole lot more. Like one of the things is the dance of change. Ebb and flow is, is, is change. Lessons in imperfection is one. Embracing the unpredictable. Embodying forgiveness. Oh. I'm getting better though, y'all. I'm getting better. Navigating the ego. Man, do I have a big one. 
living in the present, being present where your feet are, as Antonio tell us, the unfolding path, everything is always unwinding, unity in diversity and transcending attachments. That was going to be crazy. But I, I want to thank y'all so much for giving me the opportunity to come to you this morning without the technical, uh, the, 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 uh, the technology technical aspect of things. I thank y'all <laughs> for sticking with me this morning. Um, but ask yourselves these questions. Like how has, how has being, oh, hold on, lost. How has embracing duality led to your personal growth and your spiritual insights? And then how do, how do you think the ups and downs can actually help you find balance and harmony in life? So I'll leave you guys with those two questions to answer on your own. I thank you all so much for joining us. We will see you all. Oh, go ahead, Mr. Phil. Yeah, tonight. Yes. The politics of love. We'll be covering soft carrot spoke softly and carry a big stick waging peace when the bottom line is people and then the last chapter to begin again the choice is before us out of the book of politics of love by marianne williamson and then of course from eight to nine challenges and wins and that's always a fun section because we cross pollinate each other yes so thank you all so much for joining us. We will see you tonight. You can plant better. You can dominate. Love you all. Love you more. Love you more. Love you more. Love you more. <laughs>